Welcome to Conspiracy What? A threat to family and church dynamics. I'm, I'm Jason. I'm joined by Cameron. That's me. And Allie. Hey, at least mine wasn't a question. Cameron <laughs> and Allie. That is, Allie. that is my name. You didn't yeah. say Conspiracy What right though. Oh, Conspiracy What? This sounds like an old man. It's like, get off my lawn. That's the vibe I was going for. He's sitting there with his hoodie draped over his shoulders. Conspiracy what? What? What was you saying? What? What was that? I don't know. Like a bird. Get off of my lawn. I'm going to go Grand Torino on your ass. (laughs) So, speaking of old men. uh, Speaking of old men. Beautiful beards and little red hats. And tiny. Butts bodies yes yeah yeah all around <laughs> ain't no big booty so, gnomes out there oh my god <laughs> so we got real serious last last couple of weeks with our men in black so this week we're just gonna say fuck it to everything <laughs> you say real serious we ended it with a tommy was those kid so oh i forgot yeah we did again yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man tommy the gnome is he going to appear no, this time? No, Tommy no. was gnome. Tommy was gnome. That's pretty Tommy good. Tommy was gnome. That's pretty good. Yes, we're talking about gnomes. You ever heard of gnomes? Now, they you can't. might not think they that can't. gnomes are super important, but that's not. just in America. No, that's just in America. Okay. In other places, they are important. In other whiter cultures. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing, though. In Iceland, over 60%, I'm just going to say over 60% because the numbers seem to vary, but over 60% of people believe that gnomes and, like, fairy tale creatures like that are real, like, and live in their everyday society. Yeah. Which is where the term, uh, fabled folk come in, because it means invisible people. And that's what we had to check and double check, because you said you found something different. What I found said that it means invisible people, so the ones that they can't see but are there. Whether or not you can see a gnome. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, I I found a bunch of tutorials on how to look for gnomes. (laughs) It was basically just, just just look around. There are people out there who, that's their job every day. I I watched this one documentary on YouTube, and this guy was, he was talking about fairies. And he goes to the camera guy, he goes, look over there. Look at the creek. Oh, look. One of them's just peeking her little head out, talking about fairies. He's just like, one of them's peeking their head out. Oh, there's another one right behind the log. And the camera guy's right on the log. And the narrator's like, I don't necessarily know what he's talking about, but I like to believe there's something there. (laughs) Uh, But it's all, you know, these type of things that come down to what? Like, basically, you got to believe in it, right? You got to believe. Right. Just like the newest Star Wars films, you got to believe they're there for them to exist. Yeah. Parabolabola? Parappa the Rappa. Parappa the Rappa. Yeah. Nice. Are you serious? Do you not know what Parappa is? No. Oh my god. Should, we should not get into this tangent. No, we shouldn't, but later. 
Show us in about an hour. Okay, punch. It's all in the mind. So one of the things about gnomes is I'm that... I'm teacher. I'm sure to beat you. When we went into this, we thought we would hopefully be able to find a lot of information. It's actually kind of hard to find information. I found a few rabbit holes with gnomes, but then they eventually venture off into, like, fairies and elves and dwarves and things like that, which a gnome is not a dwarf. Don't say that. People get mad about that. If people do get mad, we should describe what <laughs> we should describe what gnomes are, just in case. Right. You ever see like a garden gnome? Yeah, that. It's that. It's pretty much that. That's basically a little old man. Usually said he's wearing suspenders. Yeah. You know, little, little clothes. They're supposed uh, to be girl gnomes, but you only ever see art of boy gnomes. Yeah, they're just kind of background. And yeah, they're, they're like, not even a foot tall. Are they smaller than a foot tall? Six inches on average. Yeah, that's what I read too. But I always see, I don't know, whenever I see like a drawing or a painting of them, they're like, you know, maybe like a foot. Yeah, that, uh, I think that's fair. Well, like random. Garden gnomes yeah. are bigger than that, obviously. And I, I don't know, but they're like what? They're, they're six inches tall on average, supposedly, and they weigh about half a pound. Yeah. Right? Adorable. Very small. You could fit them in your pocket, so you always have someone to talk to. Yeah. Yeah. What you gonna do? So Don't accidentally small. like jam your keys in there while they're in there. Oh man, that'd be a mess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> God damn. Okay. Yeah. Let's um, talk about all the ways you can murder gnomes. Maybe that'll be at the end. Well. Now there is a difference between so gnomes are usually the difference between a gnome and a dwarf is a dwarf is considered like from what I could find is considered closer to a human. Whereas a gnome is kind of like scaling down like that spiritual realm, and they're considered more on like the chaos side of things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there, so there is a difference there. But people legitimately do get mad if you can, if you say they're the same thing. They are not the same thing. They're different. Yeah. It, it always seemed like uh, there were similarities. Tiny oh, yeah. little men with uh, funny hats with big beards working in like Mines. a Maya mine of some sort. Yeah. But. Uh, Outside of appearance, I guess similarities kind of in there. Well, in what I have found, like what I was talking to Ali about, is that basically what it comes down to is culture. Like the difference between elves, gnomes, and fairies, and dwarves are is culture. Is they're all kind of of a same subspecies? It seems like almost. Yeah. Magical creatures. They're magical yeah. hidden creatures. They always show up in the same fantasy novels. Together. You know, like how, like, like you, okay, you're gonna write a fantasy novel. All right, you gotta have elves, you gotta have dwarves, you gotta have dragons, and if you're feeling a little spicy, then you can throw in some gnomes because they're just one of the generic. And you have to make sure that they things. all hate each other in some kind of class war. Yeah, like gnomes are in Narnia, which I didn't know about. They show up in Narnia, apparently. Oh, I've seen that. Seen Lewis, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes called Earthmen live in the Underland. I don't. I never read all of Narnia. Well, that is actually fair because uh, also they're in like they're in fucking. I mean, they're in Tolkien. We'll see. So, like the ultimate fantasy thing. That makes so. sense because those are both very Christian stories. Mm-hmm. And what I read a lot of is that actually Hildefolk would show up in like uh like in the like Garden of Eden stories. Like they would start like telling these stories that hadn't been told before, specifically in like Iceland and uh, Norway, things like that. Mm-hmm. They would tell these stories in within Christianity. Really weird stories that didn't show up anywhere else. Yeah. Apparently they're in Oz too. Huh. Which I didn't know. Like not the munchkins. They're they're separate from the munchkins. More small people. So they don't represent the lollipop kill. No, they do not. Neither do they represent the Oh, what's the other one? What's like the the, the they show up like in the ballerina outfits? You know what I'm talking about? I don't remember. What? It's been a while. Oh. 
Yes. The lollipop guild. No, not they, they go right before the lollipop guild. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, do it again. I don't remember. We how represent. Goes. Was, we, uh, they, they do the same like musical whatever, but they're okay, higher pitched. Yeah. They say so we represent higher pitch. the. Higher pitch. No higher pitch. Come on. Lollipop guild. No, it's yes, not. It's not the lollipop guild. <laughs> I'm looking it up. This is important. I feel like gnomes are usually just like the background characters that are just like poking their heads out of logs and shit in the background of whatever. Yeah, I mean, I still haven't seen the hit Disney franchise, Gnomeo and Juliet. Either what about films. Sherlock gnomes? That's um, so, I mean, because that's the sequel, isn't it? Yeah, that's the that's, I mean, I haven't seen sequel? either. Yeah, it's that's got a, a, got a solid one out of five for most things that I saw. For yeah. Solid. It has Johnny Depp in it. Really? Yeah. Actually, Johnny Depp okay, in everything that's failing. Huh? He had a career at one point. Yeah, when he was like 17. What? Hey, remember the remember when... His career was when he was like 40. That was Pirates of the Caribbean. Hey, remember when... Hey, remember when uh, the first Pirates movie, he got nominated for an Oscar for his performance? Yeah, actually, I do. 2003 was a rough year. You know what, year. though? No, I disagree. <laughs> I, it's Jack good. Sparrow is a great performance, I, though. I think he's a good character. He, that's what I'm saying. But that's what he's being nominated for, right? Is the character? Yeah, but he does do it's a just, better. It's just so odd that you know. I think he should have, and I hate this movie, and I don't actually particularly love his portrayal, but I still think he should have been nominated for Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Nominated? No, but I agree that I also like Charlie. And the At least Factory. a Golden Globe. No, I said I hate it. <laughs> oh, I thought you said you liked. I liked. No, Charlie and Charlie I Factory. didn't like it because it's weird. And again, I think we've talked about this in a previous I like, episode. I think, wait, did, did we actually hell? talk about Charlie the Chocolate Factory? Because what the hell? Wait, is up we with did. The ending. I think we did. What What's up with the ending? Right. Well, okay. They're actually the Oompa Loompas <laughs> are more accurate to gnomes in that one because they're way smaller. They're way smaller in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. The Lullaby League. Do we represent the Lullaby League? Yes, I, I'm not going to play because I don't want to get copyright stricken. Remember that to immortal, but it's right here. I'm on the soundtrack right now. When I play it, you'll be like, "Oh, stop playing it! Stop playing it!" That's what they said. Yeah, it's the. It, I'm never able to tell what they were saying. Yeah, because it's so high pitched. But they had the the ballerina yeah. stuff on, right? And then the the, the boys come up. <laughs> then our boys show up. Them boys. Yeah. So gnomes. Uh, <laughs> so gnomes. So I didn't know they appear in all those different stories, though. But Either again, like, the Christianity uh, aspect to me makes sense, because they do appear consistently. Now, what did you guys find for the origin? Oh, and, 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 and Warcraft. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. That's, that's, that's like, like just like all like the typical fantasy stories or pieces of entertainment that you'd imagine like gnomes are in it. Even Harry Potter. Naturally. Yeah. So... What did you guys find as the origins for gnomes? Because I have a feeling we found different origins. Um, nothing more than just like coming from like Renaissance era Europe. Okay, so you found um, the same thing I did then. Yeah. Okay. What did you find? Because I know you're telling me about it, but I found something Hold different on. than what you found. So I'll get into this. Keep talking about the Renaissance real quick stuff. before. Uh, so what I found is that the term gnome did not show up before the Renaissance period. It was not a thing before what, the Renaissance period. When was the Renaissance period? We're talking like, 16th century. Yeah. Okay. So then I did find the same thing. You did. Oh, you did. Same, yeah. Okay. Cool. Because okay, yeah. I wrote 16th century, but I didn't write down Renaissance. By Paracelsus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the guy's name. Okay. Cool. But I told you that you were like, I've never heard that. Para- no, you Para- told me. I, I said I hadn't heard that they were pygmies. 
but I've always heard they're, they're well, that was the different. That's a different thing. The, oh. the word gnome originates. Oh, period. yeah. The word itself. Uh, did you? I didn't go down the para paracelsus paracelsus rabbit hole at all. Do you know much about him? I did. I did go down that rabbit okay. hole. Okay, uh, I actually, did for a little bit. Yeah, he's fascinating. So, what did you find about him then? Um, basically, he seemed pretty normal, right? Until he started getting into like totally creating his own kinds of science because he was an alchemist. Oh, okay. Right, and then he just—I don't know how to explain it very well. He wasn't really normal. He grew no. up as an astrologist and an alchemist. Uh, and then he, he started like shunning the ways of regular like. Like, he, really was, he was always like that, oh, okay though. and not in like a galileo kind of way like he was actually well i mean in what he thought was a galileo kind of way and this is why we have these yeah. conspiracies right is because there's a possibility maybe he was onto something yeah. he separated the ideas of these little hidden people and he said that they were spiritual essences of the world and that's what they represented yeah. And they had four uh-huh. different elements, and the gnomes are representative of Earth. Right. Uh, uh-huh. He said that. Um, let me find it real quick. Oh, real quick. Uh, like where? I mean, because whenever I think of Renaissance, my mind immediately goes Italy, because obviously, right? Yeah. But, but he's not from Italy. Right? He was Swiss. From Swiss. Uh, okay. The origin yes. of the word is German, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because he started writing stuff in German. Right. But he did always, so this wasn't like a random thing. He did always believe this. Like his whole life growing up, he was very much about this. Oh, I didn't he, know there was a was it was there just like a general European Renaissance in the 16th century? I think I always assumed I, it was just Italy. I mean, I think Italy's was just like the strongest. Yeah, it's like the thing you fair. hear about the most. I think it's also like the classiest, and to put it in a way, like it. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't. I, yeah, yeah, I don't know what you mean. It's it's like right. that's the one everyone wants to read about. Everyone forgets that there was yeah. other things going on around that. Time. Yeah, like I just because like because yeah, I'm like reading, trying to like look in. I'm like as you're explaining, I'm go, like going into the rabbit hole too. Yeah. At the same time, and it's just <laughs> oh German Renaissance. Like oh, of course, what the rest of Europe would have it, but no, just Italy. Just Italy. Because well, how many Assassin's Creeds take place in the <laughs> in the German Renaissance? And they still won't do a Western Assassin's Creed. Drives me insane. Like, what do you? How do you define Western? Like American Western. Like I'm talking like Western Western. Like revolvers and a dude oh. running around on like trains and just assassinating people. You ever played Red Dead? It's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. Did you ever try and rob the train on the on the original Rockstar Red Dead? It's not fun. There's like three people on the train. You like shoot them, and then you're just kind of on an empty train. I don't know what you're talking about. It's, it's the game was fun. I'm just saying the train wasn't. <laughs> uh, so Renaissance Germany. So Renaissance here. Uh, so gnomes or gnomi were like we said were created by Paracelsus. Uh, he was an astrologist, an alchemist, and he wanted to explain all of these little people that show up in all of these different mythos. Uh, and he saw it as spiritual entities, like we said, gnomes were of the ground. Um, he also believed that they were very much of a sign of chaos so that if you were to see a gnome, you were going to be led into poverty or death or, you know, worse, which whatever that is, I'm not exactly sure the worst thing yeah. there is, which is interesting. Cause when I, when I tried finding stuff like modern day stuff about it, some people would say that they're a sign of good luck or they're a sign of basically the opposite of that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, that's the thing is, so we'll get it like we'll get into that because some people like as this developed, people kind of saw them differently. Uh, they kind of turned into other things, uh, but they are of the earth in a way that means they can move through it 
like uh, Paracelsus yeah. describes as a fish through water or as a human through <clears> air. <throat> so gnomes can literally move through the ground. Um, Which is very strange when you try to imagine it. <laughs> yes, it is. Unless you've read JoJo. But they don't, they don't, oh God. Now, trust me. Now here's the thing. So cool. We're not getting into Jojo. Here's he the swim, It's like, no, he swims. The way you would swim through water, Quit he it. swims through the ground. It's so cool. Who? Uh, I forget his name, but his stand name is Oasis. Okay. They can go through the ground <laughs> like a fish through water. So he's a gnome. Now, Paracelsus yeah. says that if they were to go into the air, right, then they would have trouble breathing in like our normal environment as would a human underneath the water. So he kind of compares it to that. So he says gnomes can come out of the ground, but they can't come out for very long. He said anyone who tells you a gnome comes out of the ground for very long is not telling the truth. Uh, <laughs> uh, now, right. now, what I like about this, though, is he says that, they, that doesn't mean they just live in the ground. Like They don't just live physically in the ground. They live in little, like, one-inch holes in the ground, basically. Yeah. So that's why you find open caverns and weirdly built... I mean, we've been in caverns before, Allie and I. Like, we, you, you see weird things. There's weird structures underneath the ground. Because it's gnomes. Right. <laughs> because of gnomes, as... Gnomes built the caverns. Paracelsus believed. Yes. Um, oh. oh, also, did you read that he actually made up that name? That's not what his real name was. I didn't read that. Um, there's another... Um, Another person, I don't know if he was like a philosopher or also a scientist, whose name was something Celsius, and para means higher than. So basically, he says, like, he made his name Paracelsus because it means better than Celsius. Oh, actually, I just found it. Yeah, yeah his name originally was Theophrastus. Yeah, and he made up uh, his own name huh. because uh, he's a weirdo. Yeah. Or a genius, if he's right. Probably not, since no one really believes in his ideologies anymore about gnomes. But we have him to thank for the original word gnome. Yeah. Right? Uh, so he actually became super well-known. Uh, he had a lot of med like medicinal writing and alchemy writing. Yeah. And then he wrote this long, long thing, which I read part of, but he wrote, wrote this long thing about gnomes specifically and about the spiritual movement of the earth and how all these different creatures create the world around us and how we couldn't exist in it without them. Uh, the funny thing is people said that it didn't really, it doesn't necessarily seem like he even necessarily believed in it himself. Almost like he was just kind of making this up as something to placate his mind because he couldn't figure out what was actually going on, mm -hmm. which I could believe. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of the, that's, that's like the original idea of the gnomes. It's a very basic spiritual entity that's not necessarily real and you might see one, but if you do, it's not a good sign. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I mean, the idea of little people of the earth aren't, I mean, they've, they've been around for God knows how long. Mm -hmm. And so I found an old story that I guess he pulled from, from Greek and Roman mythology uh, of the pygmies. Mm -hmm. And oh, right. those are also little people that, little guys, little guys, around. you know, they like the earth, that kind of thing. <laughs> But, like I, the earth. but I found a really interesting story where apparently the queen of the pygmies was turned into a crane or something. And the pygmies were exiled to a mountain, like a very specific little mountain island. And then every year the cranes would migrate there 
and they hated each other. <laughs> and apparently the pygmies and the cranes would have a war every year where the pygmies would attack these cranes by eating their eggs and their chicks so they could not grow up to be like just thought that was an interesting story. Yeah, that's the most Greek. That's one of the most Greek stories I've ever heard. Ancient Greek. We could. They love doing that. That that shit of like, this exact thing happens every single time cycle, right? Yeah. There's that. There's like Prometheus getting his was his liver eaten out like every day. Yeah, by mm-hmm. birds. He's chained to a rock. And yeah. He's forced because he helped humans actually. He helped you. Yeah. Thanks, Promethe- Prometheus. Prometheus is a is a bro. Oh yeah, no. I can't believe we don't worship Prometheus. Well, technically, <laughs> he not only created us, but then he continued to strive to help us with oh, yeah. the idea. Oh, yeah, well, he gave us fire, right? He gave us fire. He like he did this. He did this classic switcheroo uh, regarding like like what we'd offer to the gods. Yeah, mm. uh, I won't get into it because that'll be another tangent. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> but, <laughs> but Prometheus is a bro. That's all I need to know. He really right. is, and he's still. In theory, change the rock to this day. I thought he got out. No, he never gets out. Not for uh, like, wasn't that a part of Hercules? Doesn't he have a thing like where he goes to see Prometheus? I think he sees Prometheus, but I don't remember him rescuing him. Okay, that's another fair. time we'll have to I look know, it up. Prometheus doesn't. I remember like in the canon, he definitely shows up again. <laughs> like it's not like, and that's the end of that chapter. No, they tie him to a rock, not a canon. Did you what? Wait, Can did we... I say canon? What? Did you say canon? No, they don't tie him to a canon. They tie him to a rock. Yeah. You said in the canon. No, in the canon of the of no, like it's a rock. Greek. No, it's like a boulder. Son of a bitch. Or maybe it's just a cliff. A I don't bastard. think gunpowder was even invented yet. <laughs> okay, so does anybody else have any other older stories, things that are like gnomes? Uh, well, I wanted to say real quick because you because me- you mentioned pygmies. Uh, one of the things that Theophrastus uh, or Paracelsus. <laughs> believed uh he some of the spirit people were nymphs salamanders pygmies gnomes fairies elves uh just like regular old salamanders i don't really know what he meant by salamanders yeah, i didn't dig into know, the I'm book gonna look, i'm gonna look this up because i want to know like what he means by salamanders representing fire okay yeah yeah was he just trying was he just trying out new words to say dragon <laughs> i don't know I, huh. maybe i don't even know what to look up I guess old, uh, like old definition of salamander. Is that possible? Can you look up like like what it meant in the dictionary before? Mythology. So they're, they're constantly updating it, right? Yeah. While she's looking that up, I just want to say you are right. Hercules did say Prometheus. Oh, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, that was one of the things he slays the eagles and saves Prometheus. I, I don't know what they do afterwards, but yeah. Yeah, I yeah. don't really know. So a salamander is basically depicted as a little dragon. Oh. It was very cute. Well, that is just adorable. Oh, that cute. When I was when I was like 12, I had two fire belly salamanders. They're adorable. Yeah. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You had salamanders? Mm-hmm. I had two little fire belly salamanders. They were orange and black, and they were the coolest little creatures. You really want to know? Yeah. Yes. I was really into a certain show at the time. Oh, boy. I named them SpongeBob and Patrick because one was better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good God. No, one was named Patrick Sam, but I don't remember if that's just because that's the duo or if that's my actual name. Number. It's hard to remember now. I did have a fish named Bruce because he was a Japanese fighting fish. So Bruce mm. Lee. Yeah. Cool. I thought it was dope when I was a kid. I was like 12. I'm no longer that age. Oh my God. I'm like over double that now. Anyway. Isn't that crazy? Moving, yeah, it is. Uh, moving on. Uh, oh, I want to sell me. 
I'm looking at pictures of salamanders. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's great radio, Jason. I okay, let me describe them for you. They're like these tiny little lizard dudes. All right. They got round faces. We're gonna get into gnomes that also tend to have round faces and, and, and they are also little dudes. The salamanders wear hats. They can. It would be adorable. Uh, <laughs> they anyway. wear a little wizard hat. <laughs> okay. Are you kidding me? It'd be amazing. So let's go to gnomes more in like the modern perspective, right? What do we have on gnomes in the modern-ish perspective? So you got your usual stuff. You got your websites that have occasional articles that just say, are gnomes real? Question mark? Question. From the website, letitbegnome.com. I'm serious. Oh, man. I love that. (laughs) Oh, my God. And and they they like give you a quick rundown of them. Uh, Sometimes you find... Uh, you find like a a, a, a quote unquote real proof video of like this is a real gnome, and there's some there's some bangers. There's quite a few videos out there of real quote unquote gnomes. Yeah, and, and they're always the same. It's just family hanging out, usually. And like I found, I found this was weird. In most of the videos I found, like again quote unquote videos like proof whatever, uh, it's usually like kids. They're speaking either Spanish or Portuguese, and there's a, a soccer ball is involved somehow. <laughs> like they're just kicking it around, or they're just like they have it in the room. I've, I think I've seen that ex- like one of the exact videos you're talking about. I yeah. remember one where like a gnome like runs by the hallway, and they like are freaking out. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. That might be yeah. the one. Uh, yeah, that might be. A, I think that was probably the one I yeah, saw too. Because they were like playing soccer in their room or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or if, or there's a one like where a, a woman is filming her baby. And then a tiny man runs in the background, yes. and then it says oh my God. "interference." Uh, uh, it's interference in Spanish, I think. Well, have you seen and... one of the most recent known videos? There's a very recent one as of last year. That's oh, that's no. recent. It's, it's, uh, it's a gnome, and they caught it on a security camera. It's very silhouetted, so like you can barely see what it is, but it just looks like a little tiny garden gnome just like blitzing across the driveway. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, but what's that? So let's just say something that's different than some of the other things we've looked at. There's evidence. Sure. I said it slowly for a reason because I can't show air quotes. Yeah. There's evidence. Uh, yeah. There's uh, in most of the videos you can you know anyone with an eye for a CGI or even just an eye in general can pick up like in that in that one where maybe we saw the same one it was two kids kicking soccer balls to each other yeah and then what looks like a little person like not, I don't mean like. We've been talking about little, like, like tiny, like, what foot tall people. I mean, yeah. like, literally, like a, like, a little person. Yeah, like, the max are, like, a foot tall. Yeah. I mean, like, an actual, I, I don't know the term for this one. Is it midget, little person? Maybe supposedly little person. Okay. I, we're going to say that <laughs> with, with like, with no intentions to offend. If that's not right, feel free to attack us on our Facebook and Twitter page. <laughs> or physically. Yes. Jason, physically. What? <laughs> anyway, so like, so that, so like the the size, so that sized person like goes into the hall, like goes across the hallway, and they freak out, and they give these really like cartoonish. Uh, I mean, kids are bad actors, so they just give these really cartoonish like uh, reactions to it. And also, if you look really closely, you can see the part behind the kid where the uh, the per- the thing, the object, just magically appears. Yeah. Out of nowhere, as if it was After Effects. But in. you say magically appears, but that is legitimately what gnomes do. They Shut are up. hidden people. No, but you know what I mean, though. No, because they're invisible, <laughs> and they sometimes choose to show themselves. So, you're only feeding 
the cryptid itself. All right. <laughs> and and the other so. one, the other one, the one with the the one with the baby and the little man. Uh, that was probably the best looking one, but I could still. I think it's pretty easily like just something about like his lighting's different than like the what the actual room is, and he looks a little bit more higher definition than the actual quality. <laughs> you know what I mean? It still looks pretty good, but it's just like okay, yeah, that's a that's like some guy running on a green screen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, well, in the background. So, so getting into this though, gnomes are often considered they're they're very similar to like leprechauns in a way. They're like tricky little yeah, bastards, basically, yeah. and they often have to do with gold as well. For some reason, yeah, yeah, leprechauns. it's like the Iceland. Uh, what is the what, what, what Icelandic? That's the word. I almost said Icelandian. That's not a thing. It was way better. <laughs> Icelandian. Icelandian version of uh of leprechauns. That's that's basically what they are. They're very similar. They have differences there. Uh, but now they are... Some of the things I found is like uh, they're known to anger extremely easily. So they will be docile, but when mm-hmm. they get angry, they get like viciously angry, like rabid dog angry. Yeah, yeah and they'll start just like sucking up your life. I mean, yeah. I read something where like if you piss off a gnome, even like minutely, they'll like kill your cattle and like destroy your crops and yeah, they'll, like, they'll they'll put a spell on you to like hurt everything around you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, they also so they're known to tie animals' tails together, what? which I thought was the cats mostly. Which as we that's another thing, gnomes and cats and all of the research I found, they hate each other. They are the like you specifically house cats, right? You think like it's cats and cats. you think it's cats and mice, but no, it's cats. It's and cats gnomes. and gnomes. Yeah. And if we want to go okay. into this, okay. maybe it was originally always cats and gnomes, and then someone was like, no, it's mice, and that ruined it, and now gnomes don't show up as much anymore, right? Because now mice do. Maybe mice were hidden people first. Mice. Oh yeah. Mice like are magic creatures. How do you think they killed so many people back in the day? Because they're actually sorcerers. Mice are gnomes. Yes. Oh my god, I wish it was a gnome plague. Like, I wish that's what you learned about in history. <laughs> The black gnome plague. Oh my god. Wrong word choice. Yeah, wrong word choice. Like as soon as I started it, I knew, but then this is like the third time you've done this. This is a thing. This is a thing now. That was that was purely coincidental. Let me keep this in because there is an important point about gnomes. Is there is a racial aspect to gnome lore? There is a real thing, which is that. Every gnome is white. Yeah. Which comes from what? This, which, uh, it comes from just a complete white culture. Yeah. So they're all white. That's what I said earlier. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Yeah. And uh, one of the things we got part of this information from is uh, last podcast on the left. Uh, if you've never listened to them, they're pretty funny. They do mysteries and like all kinds of different stuff. Uh, but they were talking about it and they brought up that point. I mean, it's very much, it's very weird. It's very white. Very much a white culture thing. Uh, well, apparently yeah. they're super popular right now. My mom keeps telling me that gnomes are big in the, in the in like, sorry, mom, the middle-aged white woman community. Um, and that everybody is in love with them right now. That is what oh. sucks about trying to look up this folklore. Yeah. Because <laughs> I type in gnome and it's just like ladies <laughs> on YouTube like, let me show you my garden gnomes. Yes. Oh yeah, millions of garden gnomes. Oh stuff. my god, garden gnomes everywhere. 
there was uh there was this one i don't remember where i found it it might have been the last podcast where they like talked about like a yahoo answers question mm-hmm. and someone was like if i turn away from my gnome does it come to life <laughs> yes yes is that what they said what was the answer uh the answer actually the guy was kind of just like an ass he was like uh no this is not how we define real uh influence on the physical world from physical objects that have no brains or personality it was like this long-winded like i'm actually a scientist but i don't have a degree because they won't give it to me or let me back on the college campus anymore because i bother the professors too many times i'm a scientist i swear guys yeah except for he was a scientist spiritually so Mm -hmm. but a scientist now as we were saying gnomes what we were talking about something that we got off track with no i know i wanted to continue okay (laughs) Uh, we were talking about how gnomes can just basically like fuck things up right well no we were talking about how gnomes hate cats yes oh yeah then like, they fuck up cats. Well, yeah, they like tie their tails together. I just I want to go back to that because that's such an interesting thing. You tie a cat's tail to another cat's tail. I just want to know how you manage to do that. They're no very carefully. Actually, they're stronger than humans. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. Okay. okay. Most gnomes are supposedly seven times stronger than a man, can run at speeds of up to thirty-five miles per hour, and have better sight than a hawk. Faster than a speeding car in a residential area. <laughs> that was not. It was the roll off the tongue as well. It sure <laughs> did. Faster than a speeding I bullet. That was great. <laughs> I always found it weird though that we say Give faster me. than a speeding bullet. All cats. <laughs> uh, can also eat all cats at a single bound. They also eat family pets. They're known to just oh, just wreck hey, that, family that pets. That was back into the pygmy thing where they were eating cranes. Oh yeah. <laughs> It does. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they, so they, again, they just really hate cats. They are not friends. So if you have a cat, ask it if it's seen a gnome and how many it's murdered. Because remember, gnomes are invisible. You won't always be able to see murdered gnomes. If you step on something crunchy on the carpet and can't see what it is, it might be a gnome. Mm-hmm. Sweep that one into a dustbin. No. I said if. <laughs> uh, they're also uh, sexually deviant, though. That is one thing about gnomes. I could not find that anywhere. Neither could I. So I found a few stories where it was uh, talking about. I I, 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 I I tried to do research into uh, <laughs> into 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 the 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 sexually devious nature, as you so call it. Yeah. So what did I? So I did the only thing I could think of, and I went <laughs> to Pornhub and typed in gnome. How'd that go? Uh, not well. Okay. Uh, all I found was that video of the "You've been gnomed." Remember when that was a meme for like a, a minute? Mm-mm. You don't remember that? It was everywhere for again a minute. It was so fast. It's just this video of this really bad 3D CGI thing. It's like, like, like you remember those like those like CG like animated things yeah. for, like a crazy frog. Yeah. Like that era, you know. It's just a video of a gnome. Yeah, it's just a video of a gnome going, "You've been gnomed," which is everywhere. I found that, and then a bunch of uh, a bunch of uh, World of Warcraft uh, source filmmaker uh, films. Yeah, films. Is that what we call them? Uh, I was gonna say we just talked about the Men in Black, and I think they're gonna show up at your door for a different reason. Gnomes. (laughs) No, I was in private viewing mode. Oh, that's how that works. Totally, the NSA (laughs) respects that. They're like private. Oh. 
Don't look. No, no, my, 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 that must mean something. Yo, it's if, only it's white, but that's black when I go into private mode, so it's different. Special. <laughs> it doesn't remember my browsing history, Cameron. Did, did you search any further? Like, if GNOME didn't work, did you type in, like, little men in red hats? Uh, I tried GNOME real life. <laughs> and that just gave, like... Are you okay? That just gave a bunch of, like, you know, the regular stuff you'd see, but nothing... I wasn't like, expecting this route to be followed. <laughs> well, because you told me about that, and I was yeah, like, huh. Did you think you were going to find conspiracy videos on Pornhub? <laughs> no, I thought I was going to find known porn. Okay, Cameron? Are you happy now? And I was very disappointed. I didn't find any. Yeah, Cam, you, like, promised there was sexually deviant Because story. what I have I always couldn't find any. there is, find but I, I did struggle which, to find I couldn't it. find any, which, Cameron, that means... That means there's a, there's, a, there's a hole in the market. <laughs> I feel like we can take the podcast network. So I found a Literally. few. I found a few <laughs> stories. I found a few stories. They're not detailed well, uh, mm. but it talks mostly about sexual assault of family pets. Cool. It's no oh, really? assaults and squirrels. I hear squirrels. So huh. they are. They will attack animals. Opposite things where apparently they love animals. Well, but then there's also the people who yeah. say that they hate the planet, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this no. Is the most ridiculous thing we've ever much, talked about. Just, be, just because they have sex with animals does not mean they hate animals, though, right? It still means they can love animals maybe just a little too oh much. Uh, this is the conversation that you have to get into with gnomes because there is a lot of weird lore around them. Uh, however, I found one story. This doesn't really go into like the sexual nature. This one's just kind of creepy, though. Uh, I found a story of a family in California, and this is on a documentary that I watched uh, where they talk about it. Uh, was terrorized by a gnome for like <laughs> six weeks or something like that. Uh, so it chased them. The first time they ever saw it, the kid was standing outside. He was just staring, and the mom's like, "What are you looking at?" Right, uh, and. He, like, points, and then she says there's just this little tiny man in a red hat, like, the exact same thing you'd see as a garden gnome, is what she says, with, like, this vicious smile, and he's just staying there, and then he chases them around the house, cackling, and chases them inside, and then they close the door, and they lock it, and he's beating on the door, and he's trying to get in, and then all of a sudden it stops. Right? It stops, though. Remember, they're stronger than a man. Don't punt one. It's like kicking a concrete block. Oh, man. <laughs> but they only weigh half a pound. And also yeah. there's some stories that say, like, if you throw them, they'll bounce off of walls. <laughs> but, yeah, gnomes are inconsistent. Just because they're stronger than you doesn't mean they don't weigh, like, the kids just weigh nothing, though. Yeah. Remember, they weigh, like... They, yeah, they said yeah. so half a pound. Right, they weigh half a pound. So, like, you could pick one up and throw one. Just if he grabs your wrist, he might, like, judo you into the floor. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to say. Mighty mouse. <laughs> Mighty gnome. Uh, gnome. Anyway, so he... Uh, he was a gnome. Yeah, no. So he was cackling. He was waiting outside of their window, and uh, they just heard the cackling, and they were like, we thought we saw something behind. So then my youngest daughter goes to the window, which, by the way, windows are not very strong. I don't know why you do it. If you're being haunted and terrorized by this little, tiny, mythical creature, I I wouldn't go near the window. But anyway, they open it up, and they say his face is just there, and he's just laughing at them. Now... They didn't say what happened the rest of that story. They didn't say, like, we closed the blinds and he went away. They just said he was cackling at them. And they said that he went away for a few days. Like, they just didn't see him for a few more days. I don't know what happened in the exact moment he was in the window. Yeah, just, they just, like, laugh and then poof. 
I, I mean, again, again, you're yeah. adding to the notion that they're invisible people. They can just disappear, right? So maybe he did. Maybe he was sitting there smiling. See you later, fuckers. Just, when I think of a gnome like this situation, I think of William Defoe, one inch tall in a little red hat. Willem? Willem. Willem Defoe. Okay. Yeah. Can you always say William? His, his name is William. It's William. It's Willem. William. It's Willem. Type it in. It literally is Willem. Is it? You're wrong. Yes. I no. always thought it was William. I, this is the most right I've ever been. I'm so happy. Yeah, look. Willem. Ah, bitch. Huh. Anyway, so William Defoe. Uh, so Willem Defoe is what I always picture, right? Like, just picture him smiling, standing outside of your home with a little red hat on, like, staring into the glass. That'd be terrifying, right? I'd be scared of that. Like Goblin. Well, yeah, he played Green Goblin. I know. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, the heart, Osborne! Actually, so you say goblins are different, but actually gnomes are considered often to be like in the same species as goblins. So goblins are just like a different version. They both live underneath the ground. They both sing little songs. But they so both have their own culture. Dwarves are different. They both, they, both, they, both, they both hide on, like, they both, like, hop onto these, like, incredible, incredibly technologically advanced uh, gliders away in... Uh, uh, Central Park, going, We'll meet again, Spider-Man! We both yeah, do that. Exactly. I don't remember reading about the Green Gnome versus Spider-Man. You have dirt on you currently? <laughs> you like a dirt person? No, that's what, <laughs> what? No, it's my favorite line from Spider-Man 3. Oh, I forgot about that line. It's, yeah. the, it's the weirdest, yeah. it's, the, it's the funniest oh, because of how background it is. Yet. So, okay, I have to go down this tangent. So, so Spider-Man 3 is the one with Sandman, right? Yes. Okay, so when I so when you hear that Peter Parker says, I'm going to throw dirt in your eye, like, wh- when do you think that happens? You would think it's with Sandman, but it's a map. No, he's right. just looking at a random newspaper yeah. when, when when Eddie Brock, like, frames with Spider-Man. Picture, yeah. He's just looking at it. He just, <laughs> no, 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 this all happens. He's, like, looking at it while like people are like, hey, can you believe it? I can't believe Spider-Man would do this. My kid looks up to him. And Spider-Man, and Peter Parker is just looking at the paper, and he just says, I'm going to throw dirt in your eye. And that's it. It's the end of the scene. <laughs> it's so good. Spider-Man 3 is a conspiracy of its own. Spider-Man 3, here's a conspiracy. Why is Spider-Man 3 so actually good? It's not. It's so good. No, it is not. I love it. It's I recently so much tried to rewatch it. It is not oh, it is good. so much fun. I've I think seen we should it a watch million it after times. Yeah, dude. No, we shouldn't. Okay. Uh, anyway, so this so this movie stayed around for actually a few months. And over the course of these months, he's just knocking plants off their back porch. Like, he's just... I don't know, just like Devious. slapping plants and just knocking them down, breaking so pots. She, she said he continually kept breaking pots. A, how many pots do you have that he can break them over the course of a month and just keep doing it? You yeah, just keep that's... buying more pots and just putting them there? Like, please don't Maybe. do it this time, Mr. Evil Gnome. Maybe, like, we'd only break it, like, a little bit. And he would just keep coming back and, like, more holes or cracks or whatever would be in it. I don't it's it's weird. But it's, uh, yeah, they, but they so they suffered this I suffered. mean this is a gnome story, so right, but they suffered this over the course of a couple of months, uh, until eventually the mom was able to save up. She said they moved out immediately. She said they didn't even necessarily take all their stuff with them, which I love that. People are always like in these stories, it's like the uh, Amityville horror story all over again. We didn't take any of our stuff with us. Well that's your problem. Uh <laughs> she was like we took most of our stuff with us and then they moved and they never went back. But here's the thing. The story goes deeper than that. There is a rabbit hole to the story. So she then says that she got in contact with someone through a conspiracy site, and she was asking if anyone else had been like had seen gnomes or had been attacked by gnomes. And uh, she got someone who told her 
their story about the gnome. And she was like, oh, this sounds exactly the same. It was someone who's terrorized. The gnome would chase them around the house. Who just stared in their window at night, right? Now, this sounds like a creepy neighbor to me. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. This kind of sounds like a creepy neighbor. Yeah. But they said all of this happened. And then she looked it up and she was like, oh my gosh, I found out that they sent me their address because I was like, what address did this happen at? The, per- the person didn't live at that house anymore. And it was the same address. <laughs> they had lived there like three years before her. And they had gone through the same thing. Now, she had not told them what where she had lived or anything like that. So they had actually had the same experience, supposedly, in the same location. So she then does go back years later to the house, and she finds out that they demolished the shed. And since they demolished the shed, no one's seen the gnome. So the gnome was secretly living in the shed, right? Craziness. Okay. But that's like the most vivid gnome story that I've heard. That's yeah. very like horror movie gnome story. Uh, because there are some, you know, claims of I saw a gnome. No, really. Uh, I found one article in particular that had like a bunch of them, and they didn't go longer than uh, like a few paragraphs, and the paragraphs are like two sentences long. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like where it's like. It's just the way articles are formatted, like it looks longer than it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of just, we were walking down the street and I saw this gnome and it ran away. And, like, and that's, that's it. it. That's it. Well, yeah. and that's that is mostly what you hear. Those, okay, so going into the sexual deviancy, right? We, oh, yeah. This yeah, is yeah. one thing that we heard. Uh, last podcast on the left talks about it, and I couldn't find it myself, but they swear they found it. Uh, that over 60% of people in Iceland believe they've been raped by a gnome. And like 2% under that amount believe that they've seen a gnome but have not been raped by one. Okay. And who did the study? That's what, Well, you listened to the same thing I did. I don't, I don't know. Last podcast said they found it. They didn't say where they found it necessarily. Right. Well, I'm like, I mean, <laughs> it's, a like it's a lot of people. And that is like part of the sexual deviancy of like a gnome, right? Like if they're really just going after people like that, but there's no, see, like you said, I found tons of witness stories. Mm-hmm. I did not find a real witness story about that. Yeah. That involved that at all. Like other than like squirrels, maybe. Like maybe there's a European uh, website. Or like maybe if we're looking up stuff like in Europe, you know, like right. we're looking up, like we're looking up like known stories, whatever here, like in America. So we're bringing up American or at least English reading websites. You know what I mean? Right. So like maybe if there's like a European, like some like German website that we would get to if we were using a German server or something that has okay. nothing but uh, something that hasn't been like translated or anything like that. Yeah. To you. That's fair, I guess. Uh, maybe, so, but 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 again, that's but because that's something that happens over there, not over here. Right. At least according to, you know, testimonials that, that I've read. If you just look up that phrase, 60% of people believe they're raised by a gnome, you get literally nothing. Yeah, I don't know where they found it. I mean, I do know that last podcast does tend to dive pretty deep into, like, weird rabbit hole websites. Mm-hmm. So that could have easily come from, like, some random conspiracy website. They made it up. They could have made it up, too. I mean, I don't necessarily think they did. I think they probably found some statistic that sounded like that. Or they found, like, one claim. They, they're they're well-known for going to, like, random conspiracy websites that probably have completely false information for some of their things. So, Is any of this true information? <laughs> well, is any of conspiracy information true? Yes. 
are the men in black actually vampires that travel through time to haunt you during times of UFO encounters? Maybe. Yes. Uh, now, this is the thing, though, is, again, I want to say, we have witnessed stories, and quite a few. I mean, like, it's not hard to find real witness stories. You want to talk about one? Yeah. That doesn't have to do with weird sex. Yeah. Since, no. Since there wasn't any. <laughs> oh, never mind. Go ahead. So, uh, so you know, you know Ed and Lorraine Warren, right? No. Cam is puffing. He's puffing yes. pretty hard. Uh, yes. So I they're mean... paranormal investigators or whatever. Um, have you seen The Conjuring? Oh no. Have you seen Annabelle? No. Is there any of those? No. Do you really God not know it. who Ed and Lorraine Warren are? I really don't know. Well, we probably should go into who Ed and Lorraine Warren are, just in case there are people out there that don't know who they are. Well, we haven't done a... We haven't, That's paranormal. It's not conspiracy. Paranormal is conspiracy. What? We haven't done a topic on whoever these... The, we these literally just did a paranormal so episode. Anyway, Cameron, they are a married couple who... Lorraine Warren... She's apparently, is she clairvoyant? She's clairvoyant. Yeah. And they are famous for a lot of uh, paranormal investigations, like uh, the Amityville House and uh, the Animal Doll, and they have a museum of paranormal objects. Um, mm. I think they're both dead now, though, right? Uh, she recently passed away. Yeah. Yes. Lorraine so it's left her there. Oh, they're old ago. school. Yeah. And um, evidently... This sounds like a weird way to say like someone's dead now. Like, oh man, they're old school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, apparently Ed Warren claims to have had encounters with gnomes. Um he says that he saw he went into like a fairy ring, right? Mm. Um, near his childhood home in America somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um somewhere on the East Coast. Yeah. And Apparently, he met the gnomes as a child, and they talked to him, and they they brought him into their 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 living place and showed them how they live, and that's like all he says. And he doesn't say anything. Like they let him out, and then whatever. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. Do what? Yeah. He. So they they show him. Uh, they welcome him into their living place, and they say that they're going to show him more than any other human knows. Uh, and. They show him their culture, they show him their food, their families, how they live, all these different aspects, and then they guide him from there, uh, saying that he'll never get to see it again, and they guide him from there back to his bedroom and lay him back down in bed. That's the story. That is from a transcribed interview with him, specifically on it. There was a series done with Ed and Lorraine Warren that talks about their lesser-known adventures. They are... For those, I would like to do a whole episode on them, honestly, because they have a huge amount. Like, they have a lot to do with conspiracies. Mm-hmm. They are con artists. But they are con artists that took it so far that I think they themselves truly believed it by the end. They started believing their own bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think there are times where they did. Uh, one of my favorite favorite quotes, though, is they are huge for what we know about the Amityville house. They're the reason why a book was ever written about it. Uh, and they told the author when the author came to them he was hired by them to write it and he came to them and he said i don't think there's enough here and he's like none of their stories add up and these families like this family is just a full of psychopaths like they're just all wackos uh and ed said well just write down whatever they tell you and then make the rest up so he's not 
Exactly. Like he wanted him to just like emphasize the craziness. Yeah. Build in things that even even if they weren't true. We do I, I would like to do a whole episode on them, if not even like a two parter on them, because there's a lot to Ed and Larry and Warren. Okay. They're important. They're very important, especially with their whole mystical house. And they I should go. I don't know if it's still there. I don't know what becomes of the mystical well, house right, when she's no longer him. around. Um, evil is released. That's but yeah, paranormal knows. investigators. If you don't know anything about Speaking them, go evil. look them up. Uh, any other? You got a gnome story? Uh, not really. Oh, I can't. I can't well, I can read you these uh, <laughs> these articles I found about a gnome that was apparently seen in uh, Argentina. Okay. Uh, the the guy who wrote these articles is like, I think I think he's in on the I think he's in on the meme. He knows. Because the first article he wrote was gnomes are real as awesome as I imagined. And it has a picture. He's a true believer. He's a true believer. He has a picture of a, uh, like of like a, a shape that could look like a gnome. It's got like a round body and like a pointy hat. Oh, I've seen that picture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, I see. That often looks like we should put that, you should save that picture and we should put it up uh, with this episode because that Mm -hmm. often is what they look like in like camera footage and stuff. Yeah, always in the background, always. The same shape, though, like blobs with pointy hats. Yeah. And he just, he just reports about how a gnome is apparently seen in Argentina. I think I saw, I think I saw the video for it too. Argentina. yeah, Argentina is apparently one of the places they continually have been cropping up, like in modern society. Yeah, because his next article was frightening little gnome still gnoming strong in Argentina. <laughs> what does it say? Uh, it says, "Remember the gnome slash leprechaun that was terrorizing Argentina? Well, he's still around and apparently still looking for his gold." That's it. Yeah, he re- well he <laughs> reports like the. Uh, uh, the teens who recorded footage of the freaky being on their mobile phone said they are now too terrified to go out at night. Experts who examined the latest footage taken in the town of, oh, Clodomira? Clodomira. Clodomira. Someone correct him if he's wrong. Province of Santiago del Estero, Argentina, last week, say it is, quote-unquote, credible. <laughs> which is my favorite part wait so it says credible in quotes credible in quotes oh yeah God. and that's all they that's all the that he goes into it it's the only detail it's just people say it's credible yeah he's still there but skeptics say the sidestepping gnome could be a speedy child or even a small animal <laughs> haha no what in the hell would a child on speed or a dog want with a pot of gold exactly nothing who else see the leprechaun say yeah And that's what the article actually says. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. It doesn't say who wrote it, but whoever wrote it back in 2008 in, or excuse me, on geekology.com. It was probably a gnome. Give us a call. Yeah, if you wrote that, go ahead and just send us a message. Or send Jason a message. Tell him you want to hug him. Send me a really inappropriate message. About gnomes. About yeah. So we can jumpstart this porn hub. So I heard a story directly from someone about when they traveled overseas. It was actually today. Tell me all about it. Uh, by this from this guy that I work with. Uh, Did he say he saw gnomes? So he didn't see gnomes. So okay. sorry to spoil the story now, but Ooh. thanks for spoiling it, Allie. Uh, so he actually, but he was overseas and in one of the like enchanted forest areas um, across the pond and. 
he said that he had talked to a few locals there and they told him to go there. And they said that it's one of those places that both uh, tr- like uh, trolls and like giants inhabit. And so do uh, gnomes. And the whole mythology there is that if you go and you find a gnome home, which is my favorite way to word it. Yeah, yeah, uh, gnome home. Gnome, gnome home. Uh, and gnome home, not home. Then you can <laughs> steal their gold. Right. And that's what he went looking for is he went looking for gnome homes. Uh, but leprechaun ass. Yeah, it's very leprechaun ass. Find the end of the rainbow, and you could steal his. Well, they just leave pots of gold lying around there, which is irresponsible. I always figured it was like the leprechaun would create. When I was a kid, that's what I actually thought. Like a leprechaun would create the rainbow, then like he, but he'd have to have his pot of gold with him in order to make the rainbow, and then he he would make it and be like, oh man, I need a break. I'm gonna go take a break somewhere. (laughs) Somewhere else. This pot of gold will be fine. So you have to like. (laughs) Get the pot of gold while he's on his his lunch break, basically. That's oh, what I thought as a kid. You should write that down, post it as actual leprechaun lore. Yeah. <laughs> just go into Wikipedia and just change the lore immediately. I was in the woods and I saw a leprechaun go on his lunch break and I knew this was my time to take his gold. I walked to Rainbow. I, I see gold. Are you like a little kid in the mafia? I take, I take gold. <laughs> I take gold and I, 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 I take it with me. Wait, this is like slowly becoming Marlon Brando. It is. It's like little kid Marlon Brando. Out of the corner of my eyes, I see this little <laughs> leprechaun man. And he started throwing oranges at me. And I said, oh no, oranges, my only weakness. Michael, my oranges. <laughs> oranges, Michael. If I, were, if I touch an orange, I have an allergic reaction, Michael. <laughs> Remember? Yep. That's right. how it goes. Yeah. Nice. Um, I think oh, Cameron's man. broken now. Just if, uh, you see, if you see, if you're watching The Godfather and you see oranges, look out. This is true, actually. I just, I, I want to say, so no, it's, about it's a, it's a thing. going back into the no home thing, uh, one of the things there that he was told about was, and one of the things I've consistently heard do is that because they live in the same area as uh, like giants and trolls and all of that, that it's dangerous to go hunting for their treasure, which is part of that, uh, it, because there's there are giants around and they're shapeshifters. You know, like trolls and stuff are shapeshifters. If you've ever read any Norse mythology, you'll see that pretty often. Uh, also, if you fought the gnome seven times, strength of a man and all that. Yeah, no, so. that'd also be scary. But what if the gnome just came in and saved you? Like, what if, like, imagine, like, this giant troll coming out of nowhere, ready to club you, like, it was disguised as a squirrel and suddenly is, like, seven feet tall it's and like, it just comes out of nowhere it goes to club you gnome to the jaw breaks the jaw in the yeah. end super gnome it's like that part in king kong when like the, the t-rex is attacking the lady like about king... the peter jackson one no the original one too i don't remember the original one yeah there's there's dinosaur they, they have a they they have a, there's a fight with a dinosaur in the original one too oh that's yes. right there is a fight with the dinosaur there's dinosaurs all over skull island in the original one that's right yeah. uh but yeah it's like that <laughs> <laughs> thank you for the elaboration yeah elaboration jason yeah uh, the gnome puts you like on a log on a tree just watch in horror as gnome and the troll do get out but this is the thing about smashing special effects revolutionary for the time. this is the thing about cryptids like this and like locations like this is you find these fantastical details of like shapeshifters and all that which make it dangerous to go hunting for them which makes people afraid to even go look yeah Right, because you don't want to wind up being that person that was mauled by a bear, but then someone says a troll killed you. Uh, 
Or maybe you do want to be that person. Uh, yeah. But here's one of the things of his story that stuck that what was the word? Stuck with you. Stuck out. There stuck it is. Out. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I struck out in my language. Uh, 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 but stuck out. He said wow. that he did come across a random deer by itself. Just like we did. On now there it is. is I was like, wait a minute. I was like, we came across a random deer. And I will say, it was a gnome. Here's was, well, you would think shapeshifter. But that's not a thing. Uh, but here's the real thing, though. Is one thing that I did think was weird when we saw the deer is it's rare to see a deer by itself. It's not rare to see a buck by itself. Mm-hmm. It's not rare to see something with antlers by itself because they lead and trail the packs, right, or the groups or whatever. So they are often either far behind or far ahead you'll see one by itself, but it's weird to see one in the middle by itself. Mm-hmm. That's rare. Okay. And there was nothing else out there, because we could see pretty well out there. And there wasn't anything else out there. It was just that one lone deer yeah. that was just confused. But I just think it, it's funny because he comes across the same thing in an area supposedly with shapeshifters that we do in supposedly an area with shapeshifters. Yeah. You never know. Maybe, maybe, maybe it was just a deer. Maybe um, but maybe, maybe it was also a deer Satanist, like what we saw. Yeah, the deer Satanist. That was definitely a deer Satanist. 100%. If, if it wasn't, then what was it? A regular deer? No, fuck that. Yeah, that'd be ridiculous. That'd be ridiculous. Oh, now you're just... Now dear you're just God. Going. I did want to say uh, one of my favorite... <laughs> that took you a minute. One of my favorite... <laughs> it took me as... Like, you could, like, see the joke travel in air before it actually got my brain. I think it like knocked first, and then like you had to open up the door. Are you that's loading a gun? Are you up. opening no, up a me, door? Me, uh, locking like my twenty-five locks, you know, the cartoons. Oh, <laughs> why do you sound so sick? That's, that's what my brain sounds like. Maybe it's all that vodka water you've been drinking. Not hey, I didn't. I, I didn't drink any today. I don't have any vodka. Speaking of substances, <laughs> I wanted to point out that uh, it, it, if you've ever looked at a picture of a gnome, uh, they're usually depicted around mushrooms. Yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, if you think about it, maybe you're out in the woods, out in, you know, just scavenging for mushrooms, trying to get a little fun out of the woods. Trying to build up your shroom room. Yeah. Yeah, and so you, you're marching on some... Some mushrooms. Say Monchin. on some mushrooms. And so then you get real fucking high. And the first thing you see is a little man standing next to your next standing next to your next mushroom. Ooh. And so that's why they're depicted by mushrooms all the time, because they're not really there. Yeah. It could be it could be a lot of things that they can see on something and they can see something. But yeah, but the, the connection is like there's I, I do always always see them around mushrooms always. almost always no they really don't. I, I was I was actually expecting you to go it's gonna be you <laughs> like what it might I, be you I I didn't set up for this being I, forced by the CIA uh, to go to a random forest on shrooms oh yeah and they're just gonna be there with notepads like what do you see and they might even run just like a kid by you in a red hat just to mess with you. <laughs> 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 that translates well. Uh, yeah, silent skits like mimes. 
best things ever. Audio <laughs> yeah, I'd listen to a mime podcast. Yeah, just like an hour each episode. Yeah. Just like. I'm trying to simulate like clothes <laughs> moving. And you, the view. I was about to say the viewer. You, the. <laughs> you, I the, said that last. You, the listener, can imagine what we're doing. Right. What was that? <laughs> I, that was a lip smack. Here's a fun thing. Have you guys ever read about water babies? Uh, are you talking about the Native American thing? Yes. It also appears in other folklore. Uh, uh, creepy as hell. No, water babies are actually considered to be gnomes. By uh, some by some legends, they are considered to be gnomes. Which is great, because these are super angry gnomes that live in the water. They just basically change to be able to live in the water, right? And then if you get too near, because they're always angry, they just smother you. Oh. Yeah. So that's a fun one. Didn't find any other information on it, but I heard that in a documentary. Okay. So, where a lady was talking about it. Uh, I think the only... I think the only... <laughs> yep. I think the only thing left to mention, really, unless you guys have something else big, uh, I wanted to talk about the Waldorf School. Um, I got nothing big, really, to talk about. I think we got went over most things I looked up. However, there is one thing I wanted to bring up. Uh, there's a place in Atlanta uh, that has a gnome parade, or they were having gnome parades every year. I don't know if they still do. Uh, the last like evidence I could find of it was in uh, like 2017, 2018. That's not that long ago. Yeah. Not that long ago, but I mean, there's nothing from 2019. You know what I mean? Maybe they took a year off. Maybe they did. Maybe it was an invisible parade. Maybe, yeah. Um, well, I think I think there actually might be a reason why they stopped doing it, which I'll get to in a second. But I, there's like a video of it from 2011, even. So they're doing it for a while. Wow! It's just people, people in red gnome hats walking down the street. Okay. That, That's anything it. like inflatable gnomes or anything like that? No, like they like you know they go some some people go a little above and beyond and actually cosplay as gnomes with the beard and like the, the ragged clothes or what have you. Uh, but you know, it's just a fun little thing. In fact, in 2017, they were like, "All right, let's break a world record, y'all. We're gonna have, we're gonna go in a Guinness Book of World Records for the most people dressed as gnomes in a single area," and they did it. Oh, they did really? Yeah, they got over. They got 755. I mean, I believe there's definitely a lot of Guinness involved with that decision. Yes, I mean, it's like a lot of drunk people. Yeah, uh, I'm looking at a picture of one guy with a fake uh, gnome beard and like a, a chalk drawing that just says no mistake. Oh man! Instead of instead no of namaste, it's no mistake. You could so easily mistake no that for like a Doctor Seuss version of Santa, though. That's oh, you mean the oh, you're talking about the dude? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but 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 I mean, that's that's even to think that maybe they stopped it because it's like, well, we got the world record. Well, we did it. That's it. What what else is there left to accomplish? Maybe get seven hundred and fifty six next year. No, too out of budget. I think we <laughs> should beat the world record and get seven hundred and fifty six people dressed as gnomes. The way to do it is you make a raid area fifty one as gnomes Facebook oh page, my God. Maybe, and you can get more. They got more than that there, right? So but yeah. will everyone dresses as gnomes? That's the thing. Oh, why wouldn't they? Area 51 was a popular thing, but how many people actually showed up? Actually, quite a few. Quite a few. It was, was a lot. A thousand, how many? The, the, yeah, it was. It was over a so, thousand? Oh, I so thought it was in like the surrounding towns. Oh. But also, that's like about Area 51, something everyone knows and everyone would love to 
actually figure out what's happening. Right. Gnomes, I don't know. I don't think it's the right time. There is a country on this planet where over 60% of the people believe gnomes are real. Okay, yeah, Remember in America, that. I should say. We'd have to learn German? Question mark? What, what? I would say Scandinavian. Oh, it's Scandinavia. Okay. Right? But, like, what? Someone's what? got Scandinavian to isn't this. a language, okay. is it? You, you were, you were going to talk about a school. But yeah, okay, yeah, that, that was it. Just there's there's a place that in in the south that at least had a gnome parade. I don't know if they still do. Okay, cool. Uh, Let's go. So I was gonna talk. Yeah. I'm only gonna talk briefly you, about this, Atlanta, because I want to do a whole conspiracy episode on this. Because the more and more I fell down the rabbit hole into this, there is a lot about it actually. Um, not a lot about the gnome part. Uh, so basically, this school was created by what Rudolf Steiner, right? Yeah. Uh, it's called the Waldorf School. He believed heavily, first of all, in gnomes. Uh, he was a heavy believer that gnomes were real. And they're hidden people, so you can't see them, right? You have to you have to be of a certain mindset to be able to see them, including like clairvoyance and stuff like that. Uh, His wife could see them. It, he's not a clairvoyant. His wife was. But and he didn't know her there. yet. No, he didn't know her yet. Whatever. She wasn't there. He was 11 at the time he I saw don't, gnomes. I don't care. I think it's canon. Continue. There's yeah, no. Canon. He was tied to a rock. Canon. We've gone over this, Prometheus. Damn. Continue. <laughs> uh, but anyway, the Waldorf School is. It was founded on the idea that you can use children to achieve this clairvoyant like state where you can then see the the hidden people, things like gnomes and fairies and elves and all that. Uh, now. The fascinating thing about this is that, like, there have been real claims in the school of, like, children seeing gnomes and, like, starting to actually see, like, that the schools are just filled to the brim with gnomes. Like, there's, like, little home gnomes living around there, uh, which I just think is very, very interesting. But I want to go more into the school in a different episode because originally I was going to talk about it, but there's a lot more to the school than just that, including the fact that it is one of the considered one of the more prestigious schools in this country, and they changed a lot of their ideologies on the surface to get funding from the state. So a lot of their ideologies openly are not the same, but there are witness testimonies about how the schools run. I want to go into it in a different episode, though. Tell us if you would like to hear that. Tell us maybe if you'd like to hear that sooner than later. Uh, hey guys, again, you want to go down to the Denver Wilderness School? Exactly. Oh, yeah, there's, there's one, one here. here. Yeah. Uh, none of us have children, though. Well, I mean, we could still like. Faculty or we could, yeah. I'd be curious too, but yeah, that's the thing is that's Let's why I want to go more into it because and I could pretend to be a child very easily. There like, we go. You just like walk on your knees. Yeah, we represent <laughs> the lollipop down. The lullaby league. Oh. That does not sound as fun. Lullaby league sounds like a sleepy football team. Speaking of sleeping, I forgot to mention I I heard that uh, apparently if gnomes get sleepy they die. But then there's also the but then there's also the thing that says that they they sleep consistently. Yeah. So lots of contradictory. Yeah. So so to summarize, there's a billion different opinions on gnomes. And just take your pick. Yeah, because like we were talking about how they originally started as like little deviants, little devils. But yeah. if you go on like a garden gnome website, they're like, gnomes are made to bring you luck. Yeah. And they protect your garden. Like, you know. Right. It, it, and then uh, they're they're super st- strong, but you could kick them if you wanted to. <laughs> you throw them against the wall. And they'll you bounce throw them against off. the wall. They'll bounce off. Now, uh, you, you know, just a bunch of contradicting things. We've talked about the 
rude nature of gnomes. We didn't really talk about family life. Do we need to? Yes, because it's not fair to the gnomes to just mention them as rude. Yeah. First of all, not all of them are evil. Yeah. Uh, Gnomes are hardworking and bringers of good luck. They are good-natured, peaceful, and rather jolly. They can live up to 400 years and survive on a vegetarian diet. Now, here's the important thing about the 400 years thing. is they What happened live... to eating pets? <laughs> See what I mean? Evil gnomes eat pets. Evil gnomes Good eat gnomes pets. don't. Good gnomes, good gnomes eat, eat lettuce. Mm-hmm. And they don't have sex with your squirrels. They yeah, have sex good with gnomes, your salads. Good gnomes... <laughs> good, good gnomes have sex with your salads. Bad gnomes try to kidnap your sister and make her their queen. Now, let me go into this real quick because I do want to go into like the gnome like classism and like how they work. So Hi. you said they live four hundred years because this is actually like about gnomes, right? So they so you said they live four hundred years. They live with their parents for the first one hundred years of that. So like Same, think about that as like being that. like going into like you know like the modern like forties. Right, like you go into your forties and live with your parents. Uh, well, if they can live up to four hundred years old, and they only live with you. Assume that a human about, lifespan is a hundred years. It's about a quarter so you life. You live with your parents until you're twenty-five. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. that's about a quarter life crisis, right nice. there. I can do math. Nice math in it out. Yeah. Woo! Woo! Math, math, mathematical. Uh, so here's the thing. So after that, that's when they first start go like going to search for a mate, uh, and they. Now, here's the thing about gnomes. A lot of them are related because you cannot have a birth of a gnome, like a singular birth. It's always twins. Every gnome has a twin. Huh. I didn't know about this. Right. I didn't see that anywhere. Yes. Every gnome has a twin. Uh, Tim's the gnome. The gnome know-it-all. I went down a few rabbit holes. (laughs) I just want to... I did go... I found a few. They ended pretty early, but they still were rabbit holes nonetheless. And then I crawled out one, and I was like, oh, there's a passageway that way that I didn't look at yet. Uh, but, but yeah, so so it's hard for them to find members that are not their family, so like they have to travel far to go find another mate. But here's where I think evil gnomes come in. They don't find a mate. What, what do they do? <laughs> they can't. They can't oh. find a mate. Oh. Imagine if you are looking for like a mate for life, and you're like, hey, how are you doing? And they're like, cousin, sorry. And then you're like, hey, how are you doing? And they're like, Second brother's twice removed sister. And you're like, dang. Well, I don't live in the South, so I don't know. <laughs> dang. Got him. You were saying gnomes should move to the South. I'm saying if if gnomes were raised. Never mind. So, <laughs> specifically, the most important type of gnome, and we can end with these type of gnomes, because these are the ones that most people are going to know. Uh, gnome. Gnome. Uh, are home gnomes. gnomes. Uh, home gnomes. So, they're, home, they're, they're gnomes, kind of like house cats. They live in your yeah. house, right? Yeah. Uh, so they know a lot about humans consistently. They know more. They have more knowledge about humans. They also live with humans, though. So that makes sense. Uh, and they are the ones when gnomes choose their kings, because there are kings in gnome society. They're the ones that are chosen from to be kings, probably because they have more knowledge than any other gnomes. That's pretty much it. Okay. There's not a lot to. Well, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's not a lot to. Like them. you said, not, not pretty shallow holes. Yeah. Yeah, it's more like I like reached my hand in, like I'm gonna dig down, and I was like, I found the bottom, right? But yeah. I went down multiple rabbit holes nonetheless. Now, if you know more information about gnomes, or you have experienced a gnome witnessing yourself, experienced if you've gnome. experienced a gnome, <laughs> if you've experienced a gnome, tell us because I really want to know. Gnome. Now. <laughs>
If you, if anyone in your family, if you like, if you grew up around like these type of legends or folklore, anything like that, or like if you live, uh, if you live in another country, I know we do have some listeners from another country. From where? According to our stats, we have three listeners in the Netherlands. Yeah. Uh, so hi, if you're listening to this, thank oh, you for listening. Shoot. That's like, that's hi. awesome. What? No, just have, what was I offending them by just constantly saying Europeans? They're not actually saying what European. What you? S- <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, nothing. No. no, 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 no offense, Matt. If Jason did that, he's sorry. He's crying. Uh, I actually am. But I, I, I super offended uh, a European European person by like just like I think you just say European like a European. They are a person. No, it's 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 a long story. Okay. I'll okay. Tell you later. No, well, for another conspiracy episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But no, for real. Like, if you if you did grow up around these types of things, I again, we live here in America, so I think, like Jason said, that might be why it's hard to get some information on them because they are not American myths. We see video footage, quote unquote, video footage of them, and that's pretty much all we get here. I got like one story from California, and then we have the Ed Warren story that I don't believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you believe any of it? Me? I believe things like this could be possible. Let me ask you guys. Do you think like something like a gnome is possible? I think this is the least believable thing we've talked about. You think this is the least believable thing we've talked about? Yes. Uh, after we went yes. to Riverdale Road? Yes. Yes. You think there's more of a possibility of bodies hanging from trees in Riverdale? Well, not that yes. specifically. Maybe, maybe there's a spooky jogger. Who knows? I don't necessarily think this is like outside of a wheelhouse. I do. I look at this as like the idea of, uh, there's a movie called the descent, right? And that movie is about, uh, no, it's about humanoids though, living underneath the earth. And they turn into like these pale white creatures, but they're still human. Um, and that's kind of like the idea of gnomes, right? It's just like smaller people. We do know that throughout history, there have been like smaller classifications of human beings, like humanoid creatures. I just want to say that. Okay, well, Cam's a gnome believer. No, he's um, not a gnome believer. believer. I'm saying that seeing like <laughs> smaller, I think that, again, there's a truth in every lie. And I think people like these dwarves and gnomes and things like that, I think that comes from the idea of seeing real societies of smaller people. We found bones of like smaller societies of people. And we know that those were real. And I think that that's where these types of myths come from. Because I'm very, very much about there's always a truth there and there's always something guiding it. And I think that's what guides it. Is I think older civilizations probably came across the types of societies at some point in time. And those stories were passed down. And as those stories are passed down, they're changed mm-hmm. over time. And depending on which culture they're brought into, they're going to be changed to go along with different magical beliefs. They're going to be changed to go along with different animal beliefs. And that's how you get so many different pathways. Write a book. I'm just saying that that's where that that's where I believe it's true in some sense is okay. that it comes from something. But I believe that about everything. I believe that everything comes from something. So, yeah. I think that's all we got for gnomes. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for listening to this episode about gnomes. Gnomes. Oh, saying gnomes reminded me that apparently Ed Boren, uh he he just really wanted everybody to know that he thought that gnomes were actually pronounced the gnomes. Like you say, G-nomes. G-nomes. G-E-N-O-M-E-S. And he claims, and he claims that that's how they pronounce it themselves. But they're gnomes. They're gnomes. G-nomes. But he, he claims that that's how they pronounce it, but he also said that you couldn't tell the difference between the way they pronounce it and the way we pronounce it. Yeah. So he does knows? specifically like, say that. So somehow his little child brain saw the way they spell it. I would also like to say Paracelsus. Yeah. Uh, that he said that you cannot communicate with a gnome because there is no way they would speak the same language. 
So, Ed Warren. Anyway, so there's lots lies. of different gnome lies. theories that overlap and contradict, and who knows? Tell us what your favorite one is. Um, you can tell us that at our Twitter or our Facebook, and you can also email us. What at, are our Twitters and our Facebook? I mean, it's just at Conspiracy Say What. There we go. It's Conspiracy Say What. Yeah. And what's what? what? If I wanted to email, if I want to make up an erotic fan fiction about a gnome. Where, which email would I send it to? Well, Jason. You are really pushing for people to start doing this. I, I'll be upset if they don't. We asked for one for Mothman and haven't gotten any yet. So. Oh man, I take one for Moth Gnome. Mothman, Mothman X Gnome. Mothman X Gnome. Get Please on it. send it to us at our conspiracywhat at gmail.com email. Conspiracywhat at gmail.com? Yes. Conspiracywhat at gmail.com. That's what it is. Wow. And you can find us on pretty much all of your favorite podcast listening apps. Uh, please get on that Apple podcast, though. Uh, we would really like if you would rate and review. That helps us out more than you would think it would. It also makes us feel good about ourselves so we don't cry ourselves to sleep at night. Let us know if you like the show. And let us know <laughs> if there's, like, if you, want to, if you want more detail on some things. Or, like, even if you want another episode on something that we did in the past. Like, Men in Black, for instance. There are so much more that we could have gone into that really we just didn't have the time in the two episodes to go over. So, like, let us know if you want more information. No. We could totally do that. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway, that was Gnomes. No. Thank you for listening. Uh, remember to always stay stitches. And... <laughs> <laughs> Have a good night, morning, or afternoon. Depends on when you're listening to this. Farewell.